Five, four, three, two. Let's go, Steven. It's the song you were waiting to use all summer. Oh, no, no. Yeah, bitch, I said what I said. I'd rather be famous instead. The summer song didn't really fit the. I said what I said. I'd rather be famous instead. I let all that get to my head. I don't care. I paint the town way. Oh, I haven't actually heard this one yet. Go listen to that full song. I heard Demons, but I didn't hear Paint the Town Red yet. Yeah, it's a good song. The reason I picked a Doja Cat song is because she uh, has like been paying tribute to horror movies in some of her music videos. So yeah, I just thought it was a interesting choice or a, a fun choice, I guess. Um, I like it. Well, thank you. Even though you said it didn't match the vibe, but. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to episode 134 of Santa Mira After Dark. I'm Jeremy. I'm Steven. This week, we're going back to Derry, Maine, because what are we discussing? 27 years later, we're talking about It Chapter 2. Yes, and it feels like 27 years since we did the first It movie. <laughs> I think that was, um, yeah. <laughs> that was like one of the uh, first episodes. Yeah, like. Definitely like the first three or four episodes, and uh, is it unreleased now? Uh, I believe so. I believe I removed that from the archives. Yeah, so we might have to <laughs> redo it at a later date. Yeah, we'll, we'll probably revisit at some point. Should I say revis it at some point? It, it, it chapter two is directed by insert <laughs> cricket sounds. <laughs> Or the drum. <laughs> Chapter 2 is directed by Andy Muschietti and stars James McAvoy, uh, Jessica Chastain, uh, Bill Hader, uh, Bill Skarsgård, how could I forget? Um, all the kids from the first movie came back. Uh, you know, James Ransom. Ransom, Ransom. Yeah. A t- ton of like... Uh, Known for horror movies. Um... Yeah, what 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 is he? Oh yeah, I I sinister. Yeah, he's a cop in sinister, I believe, isn't he? Yeah, okay. I think so, or a priest or something. <laughs> he, he gives two very different jobs, but he's one or the Could other. He... he was in black black phone. Okay, he he looks like both a cop and a priest, so <laughs> I I could yeah he could could have been either one sliding into to uh, either role perfectly fine, but. I'm going to have to look at um, those movies again, because I've it's been years. I've re- he was in Prom Night. 
Okay, that's uh, that's sad. That's that's sad. Um, I I rewatched I, I rewatched the first Sinister uh, not too long ago, and it uh, I, th- I think it holds up. I haven't seen I only I've only seen the second one once, and I thought it was disappointing. I vividly remember one of the um, kids' scenes when he was killing his family with the rats in the second one. Okay, for some reason I don't remember that. I don't remember much about the second one. So I'll, have, I'll let you see that fresh, and I won't spoil okay. it. Yeah, I remember. I remember. I, I definitely watched the second one, but I remember uh, thinking it was a lot lower quality than the first one. Oh yeah, it says he's an ex-deputy. So okay, so he he was a deputy in the first movie and an ex-deputy oh, so in the he, second he, one. So in between, he must have lost okay. his job. Interesting. Maybe we'll cover those at some point and see where see where the story takes us. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, it's a uh, it, it's weird because the day I decide to come in here and record a. Uh, or the day I come, I come in and I'm, I'm like, we're probably going to record for two hours today. Uh, Steven's a half hour late to recording, so. <laughs> Oops. Because <laughs> no. there is, um, we, we've, we've kind of hinted um, a lot over the past couple years that like this is a movie that we were uh, kind of divided on and kind of had like issues with it, like no pun, no pun intended. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a lot of unintentional it puns in this episode. But, um... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, like, we, we're we both on board with the uh, idea that the ending is not good. And... Mm-hmm. I, or at least the ending yeah. with Pennywise. And I remember, like, when I saw this movie, I was very excited for it because I loved the first it movie... And I'm like, oh, they're giving this three hours. There's going to be like some like major character development because I wore yellow raincoat to the premiere. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I remember like they're <laughs> they're going to have three hours, so they're going to build these characters. And I remember in the first movie that was like uh, one of the uh, one of the best things about it was like building the losers club and. No, in the second movie, I just remember being like very disappointed, and I'm like, they're doing the same exact thing over and over and over again because uh-huh. they, they showed like the Losers Club, uh, like they split up, show them as kids getting scared, and then they show them as adults getting scared, and I guess the idea. Correct me if I'm wrong. They split up after the events of the first movie, uh, never reconciled or anything. And I guess they somehow like were still attacked by Pennywise as kids, even though they defeated him at the end of the first movie. Is that correct? Well, they split up because some of them didn't want to fight him again, but Bill did. And then they got back together when Beverly got abducted by Pennywise. So this is like in between that. Okay. When they were all fighting because Pennywise 
Oh, okay. So, so attack attack them when they were all alone. So, and it's them again. So, so this stuff takes place in like in the middle of the first movie. Yeah. Okay, okay that that makes a little bit more sense because even though I rewatched it, I was still unsure of where this takes place at because I was like, they defeated Pennywise at the end of the first movie. So, like, are they saying that they didn't? But yeah, I'm glad that I'm I'm glad you cleared that up for me because that does make a lot more sense way but yeah um, so like what are your uh like what's your opinion on this movie i really enjoy most of it okay um i think it does have that final battle thing where you're like all right it's time to wrap this up only because probably because of the runtime yeah that's kind of where i was at because I like some of the final battle, but the end. Like I said, I, I remember being disappointed in the theater, but then, like, uh, like we obviously watched it a couple days ago. The first time since then, which coincidentally, we are in the same week that uh, this movie came out four years ago, uh, which was, mm-hmm. I, I think that was unintentional that this happened. But, um, yeah, I remember, like, just being disappointed by it and then like I rewatched it and like the first two hours I was like very entertained and I like really really mm-hmm. liked it and yeah it gets to that last hour and it's just so like bogged down and like when when I say this is um when I say that I really enjoyed it I'm a lot of the problems I ha- I had with it, I still do have it. I still do have those problems. Like I think there's way too much going on, which is weird in a movie that's almost three hours long. Mm-hmm. Because it it it's it's weird because they had like almost the same amount of time in this movie as they did in the whole original series, and it's still. It feels like there's way too much going on, but somehow still feels like there's a lot of things that aren't really uh, delved into enough. Like that, there's the whole mm-hmm. Henry Bowers storyline that literally goes oh, nowhere. Yeah. Uh, doesn't really hold anything to the like. Doesn't really hold any meaning to the plot, and it's like it could very well not be in the movie. Like Henry Bowers is in his own movie for most of it. Shows up and. Because I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure he, in the original, he attacked Mike, and Mike was in the hospital, so they were down another person. But in this one, he didn't really have an impact on anything. Because they're already down a person, so yeah. So they were. I think in the book they were down Mike too, but but yeah. As as a, they, I don't think they really needed as it. Adults <laughs> were they down two people? Yeah, I think so. I never, okay. if I remember right, I, I almost thought of it was going to happen in this one because, yeah, I thought Mike was going to end up in the hospital, but he didn't. So that must have been the original. Okay, yeah, maybe that was the initial idea that they were going for, and they decided halfway through filming, like we're going to keep Mike around. <laughs> um. <laughs> I guess one thing that I like, or that I I don't like, I should say, is that 
whenever Mike talks, he's he has like he's responsible for giving the exposition. And he talks so dramatically and it like his like he's literally saying the lines as if he was uh reading them from a book or something. Do you do you understand what I'm saying? Like when I think he's so. uh talking about like what they have to do to defeat Pennywise, the way he's saying it is like if he were reading it from a book and it's not how an actual person would talk. And he's the only one that's doing this. And I just thought it was a bizarre choice to have him kind of deliver deliver the wines yeah. in this fashion. Because um, it's almost like he knows he's in a movie and everybody else is, is playing it like, uh-huh. you know, like actors are supposed to play things. And he's the only <laughs> one who yeah. like knows he's in a movie. It, it's such a bizarre... And it, it really stuck out when they... Uh, we're in the woods and they go to that like underground bunker thing that they have like it really stuck out then but oh yeah yeah the clubhouse so i guess we can kind of um since since we have a three-hour movie to talk about i guess what i wanted to do since this has been an episode we've been planning for a couple years now um we can kind of like just skip the spoiler free section and just jump jump right into That's the movie. That's what I was thinking. And because the movie's yeah, been we'll, out. We'll, we'll just jump right into the movie and we'll kind of uh you know go go through it and give like our thoughts and whatnot. But um I guess I'm gonna play the drop and we'll get into it. Open up the safe, bitches got a lot to say. All right. So where do we start in Chapter 2? Why not start at the festival? The, uh, yes, the opening of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Because um, oh, last time we did a movie, we started at the end. <laughs> yeah, so there's like the, the dairy festival. Uh, we're introduced to uh, these two guys. Uh, do you remember their names? Um... No. <laughs> okay. I wanted to say Barry, but I think that can't be right because the town's name is Derry. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if they got it right. Anyway, there there are two uh, homosexual guys, and this town is like kind of like a hellhole, and obviously there's some homophobes that are introduced to this to this movie, which yeah. uh, you know, always unfortunate. And Pennywise did not attack them. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's a questionable uh, questionable decisions from uh, Pennywise. But um, <laughs> characters are Adrian and Dawn. Okay. Not Barry. I don't know where I got that from. I, I don't know. But yeah. The Flash. Maybe. <laughs> because. <laughs> oh, I, I, I wanted to mention that because. Uh, Andy Muschietti, who directed this movie, also directed The Flash. And I originally thought that um, when I saw the first two It movies, I was like, this director would be a perfect choice to remake A Nightmare on Elm Street. And I've been saying that for years. And then I, uh-huh. and then I saw The Flash, and I'm like, oh, never mind. <laughs> but, <laughs> but going back to this, I could very well see him being involved in A Nightmare on Elm Street remake. I think he would be a Probably one of my top 
three choices to direct it. Yeah. But uh, I agree. But yeah, uh, he also did Mama, which wasn't too good. Uh, and I guess he's doing the new Batman movie in James Gunn universe. I guess. Uh, huh. the Robert Pattinson one, but the one that's in the DC. The other one yeah, in the DC. Whoever is cast up as that. Yeah, I guess he's involved in that. Um, it's also weird that he, like his last two projects, which were both it movies and flash, like they were movies that were like stuck in development hell for years. Yeah. And they just brought him in and were like, I know a guy who will just fix this. Just, make, just <laughs> shut up and make the movie and be the fall guy. Um, and I, I just thought it was an interesting thing that he tends to save movies from development hell. And especially with The Flash, he seems to be the fall guy for it. <laughs> <laughs> I also love how he um, was trying to like save The Flash by like explaining things that make the movie better. <laughs> yeah. I guess he came out and said that Michael Keaton's Batman... Uh, quit being Batman because he accidentally killed somebody. And it's like, oh, well, that... Yeah, obviously made that up. It's like, well, that would have been interesting to see in, in the movie, but... Yeah. But whatever. <laughs> uh, anyway, so yeah, we got the, the homophobic uh, thugs. And they mm -hmm. attack these uh, two... These two gay guys. Uh, it, it's literally a hate crime. We open up this movie with a hate crime. And and yeah. Pennywise joins in. Pennywise starts off with the false save, and you know it. I guess it. I don't know if I would have. I probably would have kept flowing down the river. I guess it's like um, subverting expectations, where it seems like the homophobic people would be the ones who get killed by Pennywise, but it's like that doesn't happen. It's yeah, he just. Because after the first person he sees is pretty much, or maybe Pennywise himself is uh, homophobic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't know. I mean, he he's been around for centuries, <laughs> millions of years. So maybe maybe he's just old fashioned, as they say. <laughs> <laughs> but he does make fun of Richie, so yeah, he does. That's a. Uh... <laughs> He knows Richie's secret and taunts him about it, which is, you know, something an old timey person would do. So, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, and full I'm thinking that, I'm thinking up. that Pennywise is uh, a, uh, you know, stuck in his ways. Like, a, I think that's what, <laughs> what it is. But yeah, so they throw this guy in the river. He's like drowning. He acts like it's the ocean or something. Even though it's just a river, he could probably stand up. I'm not gonna lie, I might drown in the okay. river too. Cause currents are fast and I can't Yeah. Do it. <laughs> yeah. So I I've mentioned it a couple times on the podcast. Um I forget like when it came up in conversation, but this shot when they show uh the the guy like his point of view underwater, like bobbing up and down. And he comes up once mm -hmm. and you see Pennywise standing at the at the shoreline. 
Yeah, right at that moment, I would have kept floating. Yeah, and unless he was floating right to and him. Th- th- this may be a hot take, but I'll, I'll stand on it. One of my favorite shots ever in a horror movie. Like I, I love, I, I love like. Mm. We see from his point of view, it's kind of blurry from the water, and we see Pennywise kind of just like standing at the shoreline, taunting him. Um, one of my favorite. And he's like reaching for him. I like. I like my that favorite too. shots ever in a horror movie. Um, and you know, at this point, I'm like, all right, we're, we're starting off this movie strong, and I think this movie has three or four specific moments where I'm just like, oh, this is like. Yeah, there's Excellent. another shot which we'll get to. I think we're thinking of the same thing. Um, but yeah, we'll get there. Um, but yeah, this guy is like going to the the shore and it's like, well, this evil clown's probably going to save me. And yeah, maybe he thought it was a festival worker, but also I did not see this clown at that festival. <laughs> that might be the idea because later on you show that this festival was like. Very clown centric. <laughs> like they're nuts about clowns. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, aren't you going to a circus tonight? The night of recording. Yeah. Okay, so uh, a paranormal circus. Yeah. Be be careful of uh, clowns and and rivers. You know. I want them. <laughs> okay. Uh, for some reason, this was the first time. <laughs> I like watched this movie and I could see Bill Skarsgård under the face paint. Like, I don't know if it's because I saw him in Barbarian and like he's very centric in that in the first half of the movie. What a man. And put um, the devil all the time on for noise a couple days ago. And which is a very underrated movie if you haven't seen it. And well, it's Bill Skarsgård week for you. Um, I mean, I didn't, I didn't watch Barbarian recently, but it, it was more so a coincidence because it was like I just needed something to put on for noise, and Netflix re- recommended that to me. I'm like, all right, I'll put that on. It's long enough for noise. But um, anyway, so yeah, Pennywise kills this uh, this guy. Does. I think the guy, his his boyfriend goes down to save him, I believe. Correct? Or no? Yeah, he was like across the river. Oh, yeah, he gets into the river. Kind of. Because I was like, I was like, well, this guy's going into river, to the river without hesitation. Like, I hope he took his phone out of his pocket. Um, <laughs> and yeah, he uh, sees Pennywise like holding his boyfriend on the opposite side and then pennywise like you know it's into him and kills him and it's phenomenal like great i'm like all right yeah we're we're uh starting off strong like i remember seeing this in the movie theater and i was like yeah this this is this is gonna be a good one and then spent the next two hours and 40 minutes disappointed (laughs) but um I will say I was uh, definitely, uh, like I said, I was definitely uh, more entertained this time with the movie, and it's it it's kind of weird that I spent the last like two years on the podcast saying how bad this movie was, and now that we're actually doing it, I'm like, yeah, that wasn't that wasn't that wasn't too uh-huh. bad. 
I liked yeah. it. <laughs> uh, so Mike hears reports of the um, uh, found dismembered body, and it's like, oh, well, it's happening, and, you know. Yeah, this part's pretty much where he's gathering everybody up, and we see everybody's lives. Yeah. Most of them don't really have good lives, <laughs> except for well, Stanley. It, it, it's weird, because, like, they're, they, they seem successful. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, Bill is, like, pretty much Stephen King, I guess, and... Uh, He's, like, a movie director slash yeah, writer. I, I, which I thought he would be an artist, because he was drawing pictures in the first one. Um, but he he must have switched that yeah, in high school. He found obviously he found other passions, but yeah, they're 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 very prominent in saying that he is incapable of writing a good ending, which, uh, you know, is arguably the same as Stephen King. <laughs> <laughs> Did so? Spoiler alert! I think people say spoiler that about alert him for. The uh the the it book. Did you go into this movie expecting giant turtle? <laughs> no, because I was really <laughs> hoping for it. I I I didn't want it. I had a feeling they wouldn't do it, but I would have loved to see it. Um, I never. I think the turtle's still there though, but it's like. In the form of a statue, and then in the first one, it was in the form of a animal turtle. I think it's underwater Easter egg. Yeah, I don't think it's like. I don't. I, he, maybe he's I don't watching think it's them. Like actually, there or they <laughs> would have like expanded on it, or maybe they will in the uh, TV series that might never come out. We'll see. Uh huh. Uh, yeah. So, like, like you said, no one is. Uh, a lot of them have bad lives, like. Bev, Bev, Bev is in an abusive relationship. Um, Bev and Eddie pretty much married their parents. Pretty much, yeah. And Eddie even calls <laughs> calls his wife mom. <laughs> I like how they had the actress that played her or played his mom play his oh, wife. I didn't even notice that because I because I, <laughs> I originally yeah. thought I was like. That would have been interesting to have the the same woman playing both characters, but I didn't realize they actually did it. Oh. Yeah, bravo to them. Um, yeah. So so, yeah, Mike, Mike obviously doesn't have fun because he's still he, in he's dairy. the librarian of of uh, Dairy Maine and lives at the library. Yeah. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. So that's not fun. I like his monologue at the beginning of the movie where he says something like, uh, people wish that I, don't know, I, I have it actually. People want to believe they are what they choose to remember. So it's like, I guess it's saying that like, since even though these guys don't remember making this promise and fighting Pennywise, which, um, you know, I, I, I don't necessarily love that, that they don't remember this. And still go mm-hmm. anyway, but it's like a feeling like oh I gotta go, or they're like oh I don't care because my life sucks. Yeah, because 
this this guy from your childhood just calls and was like, "Hey, we made a promise 27 years ago. You got to get back here." It's, I wouldn't go because I don't. It, it's like, care. what are you? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Um. I just feel like no, I didn't. <laughs> then, well, speaking of not going, up. Stanley does not go. <laughs> yeah, Stanley does not no. go. It seems like he kind of remembers more so. He, he probably than has the others. To. Um, but I feel like Bill would have remembered since Georgie died. Yeah, yeah, that that's true. That's true. He would have to remember. It didn't seem like Stanley was that traumatized. Well, I mean, he kind of was because he got attacked by the paint lady. But well, Bill would have been the one to. You know, be like, well, where the heck is my, uh, like, my, my brother went missing. Yeah, I guess he still remember he died, but I don't know if he just, like, forgot the circumstances. Yeah, I don't know. That's, that's an odd choice to, yeah, that, that kind of blew my mind. It's like, why, why is Stanley the one that remembers it, but Bill doesn't remember? <laughs> so, I don't know. But, <laughs> but yeah, Stanley doesn't go and he decides to, uh, slices wrists in the bathtub <laughs> yeah and you know i'm i'm glad they wrote it a little bit differently than they did in the original miniseries because they originally write it to where they're talking about uh stanley and his wife were talking about like my mother or his his wife's mother just called and said that they should start working on uh getting grandkids and then Stanley's like, me and nope. Stanley's like, well, no. He, he at first he's on board because he's like, me and your mother had the exact same idea. And it's like, it's like, what do you mean by that? <laughs> yeah, actually, that's interesting. She actually told me how to do it. <laughs> but um, yeah, here they don't keep that in, and, and it's like she. Stanley's wife uh, has like plans to go on vacation. And they seem like they're that couple that goes everywhere. Yeah. And travels everywhere. Yeah, which is, you know, further, like, further proving my point of like, why would he decide to commit suicide <laughs> instead, instead <laughs> of just not going? I mean, the well, I did fix it at the end because I guess if he was alive, and didn't for some reason he has like the same vision that Bev has, where she has seen everyone's deaths, and she like knows they have to be like a united group, or Pennywise is gonna kill them all. Yeah, and that's why they can't leave throughout the movie because Richie keeps trying to leave, but then he keeps deciding to stay because he like realizes oh we have to defeat him as a group. Yeah. And first off, I would leave if I was having to deal deal with Mike's <laughs> nonsense that he's putting them through. But yeah, it's like. So I guess that's th why he didn't. They have to be like one unit, but Stanley yeah. doesn't think he's brave enough to fight Pennywise. And he would rather kill himself <laughs> and leave his wife behind and go go fight this. And not go to Buenos Aires. <laughs> Then, then go fight this evil clown. 
It's uh, ridiculous. <laughs> I wish he wouldn't have done that because the casting was great for him. Like, he looked just like the younger Stanley. Yeah, I I forgot which character killed themselves. That was probably the best. Um, him and Eddie were probably the best casted. So I was like, we should should have used more of him, just because he was like spot on. Yeah. Um. So didn't didn't they use like CGI for the kids that didn't look the same as they did two years ago? Yeah, no, they did it with um. Finn yeah, because the CGI Richie is like <laughs> nightmare fuel. Yeah, that could also be why they brought Andy Muschietti on the Flash because that involved a lot of like mm-hmm. CGI. I think characters. Ben Ben was very CGI too. Yeah, but but Finn Wolfhard is the only one that like really stands out and is like, well, that does. Yeah, it's like that doesn't bad. even look like a person. <laughs> And I think they show him at the beginning of the movie from the first movie, like a flashback scene, and I don't think he CGI'd there. It was hard to tell. I think, um, I don't know, I think it still looks off. Okay. It reminds me of those babies in the flash. Maybe I just, uh, maybe I missed it. I thought that that was a scene from the first movie that they shot. I think it was like a mix, a mixture. Okay. Of like the old scene and the new scene. If that's the case, then just like keep the, uh, you know, keep most of the the shots from the first movie. Like you don't have to show him CGI'd in that scene. You could just not show yeah. him or like show him from behind or something. But um, anyway, yeah, everybody like comes back to town. Uh, Henry Bowers is shown as a kid, and he's arrested for murdering his dad. Um, he, so uh, originally did he encounter Pennywise and that's how he ends up in the sewer or in the drain? He, well, he encountered Pennywise because during that moment, because his dad like shot at his feet. Okay. (laughs) And we found out his dad's pretty much abusive to him. So he kills Pennywise gives him back his knife that he lost earlier in the first movie and he kills his dad and he kills his friends off screen. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I want to just point out real quick that um, I did not watch the first movie in preparation for this, but <laughs> Steven did. So that's why I'm going to him for the answers. Plus he's the it expert. Cause he's seen these movies uh, 35 times each, but <laughs> <laughs> also I think, they deleted that scene with him killing his friends. Okay. So wait. In in Cause they just don't in, appear. Uh the first movie? Yeah. Okay. I, I was wondering why his friend shows up and is like Ed, because I didn't remember him dying in Oh Patrick. He died in the sewer. Oh, okay. So he didn't he 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 wasn't he wasn't killed by Henry Bowers. Okay. No, the other two were. Yeah, his friend Patrick comes back it's so as stupid. a zombie, so, pretty much. He's, he's driving so him stupid. around town in his in his it's old so car. Stupid. 
Just have Henry <laughs> Bowers drive. Like, just have Henry Bowers hmm? drive. Like, have the... have him be the driver. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess they would have had to have him get picked up, and the zombie would have had to drive there to pick him up. I don't know. It's 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 stupid. So obviously, the zombie's Pennywise. Yeah, I guess so. Pennywise, Pennywise knows how to drive. Right. Is Penny is Pennywise also Ooh, the car? Interesting. Because <laughs> how did they get that car? Is Pennywise the knife? Is Pennywise the Maybe. the the mental hospital? Okay. Oh no. <laughs> okay. Is Pennywise Henry? Is, is Pennywise Dairy Maine? Okay. Yeah. All right. So so they <laughs> they go to this Chinese restaurant. This scene is in the original miniseries. Um. Yeah, done, done a lot, lot better, better this time. Um. We get some like CGI fortune cookies that I, you know, kind of like. Yeah, I like the scene because we like they're rekindling their friendship and everything's cool. Yeah. And they're like, oh, Stanley didn't show up. And then these fortune cookies are Pennywise. <laughs> yeah. Pennywise playing on them. One thing that I remember from the miniseries, and I'm going to stop going back to the miniseries after this. Um, when they have this scene... It's established already that Mike is uh, successful. Or no, he's not successful. He's <laughs> the one who stayed at home. Yeah. And pretty much everybody else has money and is successful. But Mike is the one that <laughs> volunteers to pay for the food. <laughs> <laughs> he better pay for it. <laughs> and it's like, oh, well, there goes, <laughs> there goes Mike's rent for the month. <laughs> <laughs> well, he better pay this... for it for bringing everybody back. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know what happens. Like, I don't know who is the one who would pay for it in this situation because I don't think Mike is as bad off as he was in the the original. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, so that they they uh, open up their fortune cookies, and this kind of drove me nuts. It's it's kind of like nitpicky, but they're going through the um the the cookies and. It says, uh, oh, they were trying to figure out what it says. It says, guests could not cut it. I, I guess think that's I what it is. Like I was saying, guests could not cut. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what does that mean? And then but it's like, Bev yeah. has the secret, the secret that holds it all together, but she's too yeah. shocked, too shocked <laughs> to show everybody else. It's so <laughs> stupid. Because, one of them, Stanley. <laughs> one of them would have had to be like, "All right, well, what does your paper say?" <laughs> Might tie this thing together. Yeah, but yeah, it's guess Stanley could not cut it or something like that. Um, and then the uh, the food starts coming to life. It turns into like there's like birds coming out of the the fortune cookies and yeah, weird stuff. Like there's a head in the fish tank. And everybody's screaming, like freaking out, and then the waitress just shows up, and like everything's fine. Minus uh, them, like destroying the table. Yeah. Well, I mean, like the the waitress sees everything is fine, even though they're like pounding the table and like smashing bugs yeah. and stuff. The waitress acts like everything's fine. It's an odd, 
an odd choice. I probably but, act fine too, just because I'm like, um, these people are crazy. So I'm just gonna play along. I'm gonna start smashing stuff with them. No. <laughs> I mean, be a way to get a good tip. You know, like what's going on yeah. here? I'll, what's what's going on here? I'll help. Just start. <laughs> Just start smashing things. All right, so th this is the scene that uh, I think you were referring to earlier. It's the scene at the baseball game. Um, yeah, uh, I liked when Richie yelled at that kid. Oh, how could I forget? Because um, the kid's creepy, and he's like something about the fun's just beginning. Yeah, and we're like, oh, God, this kid's Pennywise, <laughs> and he thought so too, but it was not. Because he says, he says, like you said, the the fun is just beginning, and he stands there, like, and he just like smiles. Yeah, I'm like, um, apparently that was one of Richie's jokes. Yeah, that he did not write. Richie is a <laughs> world famous comedian that doesn't write his own jokes. Um, yeah, which is weird because he is funny. <laughs> yeah, like the the first movie, and even like in here. His comebacks are great. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. He, he strikes me as one of those like comedians that like gets on stage and tells like very conservative jokes, like almost like the worst comedy you could think of nowadays, where it's like they talk about transgenders all the time. You know those yeah. those kind of comedians. Then it's like mm -hmm. the LGBT QRSTV gang. Like like Ro Roseanne style humor, it's yeah, it, it's it, it's it's bad. But he's from Derry, Maine, so it might fit in because, as we know, they're uh, very homophobic in this town. <laughs> <laughs> actually, no, Richie would not be the, be doing that. He'd probably do it, but he's actually gay too. Oh, okay, yeah, that'd be a. That'd be a nice uh, twist on the character, but yeah. So yeah, I guess I guess he wouldn't be doing that because he is gay. So maybe he would secretly. Yeah, secretly. Um. Yeah. So anyway, we, we go to the uh, the baseball game, and there's a little girl yes who gets uh gets summoned under the bleachers by a lightning bug. And this reminded me of like you at my baseball games when we were in school. <laughs> I don't play with the firefly. Well, no, just just like not watching <laughs> the game and being bored out of your mind. Oh yeah, because she's like, "Can we go?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like she doesn't want to be there, and the mom's like, "We're here to watch the game. That's what we're gonna do." And then she just lets her daughter wander off by a immediately. Firefly. Um, follow the buzzards, as they say. Um. Yeah. So yeah, she's summoned under the bleachers, and she has like a mark on her face, which I thought was like... It's like a birthmark or something. I thought it was like face paint. I thought she was painted for the game. No. <laughs> I thought she was... I the mom might have made her dress up for the game and like... But... But no. <laughs> Not quite. So the firefly goes under the bleachers. Uh, Pennywise like grabs it with his hand... And then this shot is also amazing. Is this a shot you were talking about earlier? This whole scene. Yeah. And when he's holding the firefly, it like shines on his face. And then you see him like popping out. And mm -hmm. she's like, 
she's turned off by him at first, surprisingly. I mean, not surprisingly. Rightfully so. She's like, no, you're you're scary. Yeah, right, rightfully so. This you're clown under the bleachers. But but he's able to play into her insecurities. Yeah, you hate to see it. Put on, put on a facade that he always gets made fun of because of the way he looks. When, I would have fallen for it, too. Rightfully so. He's, he's like, made you know fun what? of. You're dressed as a clown all the time. You deserve to be made fun of. Go ahead. <laughs> not, not him. <laughs> I mean, anyone who would dress as a clown like 24-7 is doing too much. So I work in customer service, right? And you dress as a clown? No. <laughs> oh, okay. Story's going somewhere, though. Okay. Now, somebody came up to pay their credit card payment. Okay. Which is what we, what we have to do as adults. The guy was in full clown costume. Okay. Like, from head to toe, full clown costume. Or, like, any explanation as to why? No. <laughs> or, or, or were you like, uh-oh, Pennywise? <laughs> and then my manager is standing behind me, or, like, behind the guy, off in the distance, and he's, like, laughing. He's like, what the heck is going on over there? Why is that guy dressed as a clown? <laughs> so I'm just like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Pennywise is here to make a clown or make, make a clown payment, make a credit card payment. But yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> okay. Was there like any um, like communication on why they were dressed as a clown? No, I didn't even ask. I was just like, just getting through it. <laughs> I, you know, t- talking through the transaction. Like, did he even have like, did he have the makeup on? Yeah. So like, face painted too, and everything. Face painted, shoes, costume, wig. You know, I don't care what you're doing. <laughs> that, that that's like something that you like. Would, would, you would do that in the morning. Get your, get your errands out of the way. Go do that. Go back home. Mm-hmm. Go back home. Get in your clown gear, and then and then go to where you're going with your clown costume. Yeah. Or if he was on his <laughs> way home, you go home, get the clown stuff off, and then do your errands. But I I, I kind of respect it too. I would have just assumed that even clowns have to pay bills. It's crazy. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, <laughs> but I I like clowns. Okay, I'm. Uh, I, I guess I'm indifferent. It's been a while since I've communicated with one, so we'll, we'll have to. I'll, I'll, I might like clowns because of Pennywise, but yeah, I I I don't think I'm really a fan. I don't really. Um, I don't have any prejudice toward them or anything. It's just, uh, you know. They're very good in horror, you know. Just, Pennywise, Terror, um, Art the Clown, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. It's it's just not like a... Um, Eli Roth's Clown. <laughs> that's a good movie, by the way. Um, mm-hmm. It's, uh, you know, it. We, we just don't cross paths very often. So uh-uh. I can't really say one way or another if I'm a fan of clowns or not. <laughs> So anyway, yeah, if that if that happened to me, I would have just assumed it was Pennywise, and I'm like, okay, well, <laughs> like, oh crap, <laughs> I would have been gone. 
like can someone take this pennywise is gonna pennywise has a bill to pay <laughs> i don't want to do it <laughs> um, i was by myself too and it was like dead so it was just like me and him okay okay so it's like oh this is either the part where everything goes smooth or i get murdered because you know clowns are either super nice or super evil yeah no no one no <laughs> in between really Reminds you of those good times when the people were dressed as clowns at night. No, those were not good times. Um, <laughs> I don't think I, I, I personally haven't. I, I never encountered one, so me you know, neither. I, I feel like if that would happen, I would ha- definitely have a prejudice against clowns. But since it did, well, I just think the the mystique of it was was what made it interesting. I just don't know why it happened. And I don't know why it happened. That was the turning point in our lives, because. But they, but they were going toward like the ring doorbells too. Yeah, which that's that's taking it a little too far. Like if you're going to be on the side of the road, cool, whatever. Just don't attack me, <laughs> or anybody else. But you know that's an interesting thing. Like if they would have just like hung around, it would have been cool. But then there were ones that were like kind of getting too into it and know too evil and like attacking people and it's like i I, i'd probably respect it more if they were like kind of just hanging around town and whatnot yeah because like it was like this mystery like where are these clowns come from what's their motives yeah yeah but you said it was the turning point (laughs) for everything yeah because like 2016 was a good year for a lot of people it seems like that's uh (laughs) <laughs> a lot of people have a lot of nostalgia for 2016, and I think mine's 2017. Okay, I mean the the Cavs probably because of Cle- the one. Cleveland Cavaliers just won the NBA Finals. That was a a good year, and then the um, the uh, the clown showed up, and everything changed in in the world. Like the clown showed up, and then. Look who became president. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, the the uh, Cleveland uh, Indians at the time, now the Guardians. Oh yeah, they lost, they lost the, the World um, Series. The World Series. Yeah, the clowns. The clowns showed up. You know, they were up three one. The clowns showed up, and <laughs> I don't think it was. I don't think it was in October, but close enough. But um, all right. So let's uh, so yeah. Uh, Pennywise like kind of uh, tricks this girl. Says he could fix her birthmark on her face, and they kind of like have a. I love the countdown, like three, two, one, and then he like even even my dog was watching the TV when he said two, and then he just stopped. And he's like drooling. His face is like broken. His eyes are going in different directions. That's actually Bill Skarsgård and his talent because he could do that without okay. CGI. Yeah, interesting because there's a lot of CGI in this movie. So yeah, he's able to do tricks with his eyes and stuff like that. Okay, I do remember seeing. Now that you mention it, he was on like a talk show doing that face or something. 
it's attractive, but <laughs> neither here nor there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah, he ends up killing the girl, and you know, he did everybody who watched American Horror Story double feature and Firestarter a service. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, but yeah, that's that? because she was not good. <laughs> oh, her character was her character was terrible in American Horror Story. She was like one of the worst villains on that show. I didn't realize that was the same girl that was in Firestarter. Yeah. Yeah, she's like a horror actress. Yeah, I didn't realize that was the same girl. Yeah, that movie's bad. The Firestarter remake. Another Stephen King movie. Um, That's a question. It's uh, it, it's weird because like the the whole time I was watching Firestarter, like John Carpenter and his son and his son-in-law or whoever, like they're they're a trio. Um, they did the score to the Firestarter remake, and I was like, you know what, this whole score would be much better suited in a remake of Halloween Three. That was the whole vibe I got from that music yeah. in that movie, and it was it was great. I'm like, put this music in a Halloween three remake, and you know, now we're talking. But uh-huh. it's like a they they wasted they wasted that music for that movie. <laughs> Ridiculous. They did. All right. Um, so Pennywise killed this girl, and then the Losers Club are. This is some point. <laughs> yes, and this is where uh, Mike is revealed to live in the, at the library for some reason. Like lives in the attic at the mm-hmm. library. Uh, he shows Bill around, and it's he he stole a 18th century something from a from a Native American tribe <laughs> that lives outside of Derry. Yeah, and I guess they keep eyes on Pennywise and it like they were there when he originally landed, I guess, a million years ago. Obviously not those ones, but well, no, but ancestors. <laughs> this is like the replacement of the turtle, pretty much. Yeah, kind of. I could see that, but they, but they don't really show too much of it. I'm kind of hoping with the series they will. Yeah. Um, show this tribe or something because it is a very interesting story. Like, yeah, honestly, it's just like glanced over real quick with almost like cartoonish type um, effects. Yeah, uh, you texted me about this, and I said it reminded me of like a Zack Snyder movie, like mm-hmm. how in his Justice League movie and in Batman versus Superman, a tease like different movies inside of the movie you're watching. <laughs> yeah. Like they tease like that apocalyptic Batman movie where Superman turned evil. Like they te- they tease that. And it reminded me of like like this scene reminded me of that cuz it's like an alternate story that is interesting and that like probably would be a decent movie and mm-hmm. not really or at least an episode. Yeah. Honestly, like, I'm sick of TV shows. So, like, if they wanted to do, like, It Chapter 3 and, or maybe It Chapter 0 and make it a prequel, 
and it's just this story. Yeah. I don't think it'll ever happen, but it'd be interesting. Yeah, because it's almost like this was pre-clown. What's that? This would be pre-clown, though. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because obviously clowns weren't around a million years ago, or were they? Maybe. We'll see. Um, yeah, I don't know. It 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 definitely be interesting, but I don't think it'll ever happen. But it it almost kind of reminds me of like, uh, prey that predator movie. Like like that's oh, kind of yeah. what it would remind me of. Like if I, I would rather them do a movie like that with Pennywise, because even in the first movie, like they show that Pennywise was responsible, like for kids disappearing for like hundreds of years. And if they go back to like a million years ago when this tribe was here or whatever, you know, it'd be, be interesting. Like uh-huh. Pennywise versus dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he came during the dinosaurs. I mean, a million years, he was probably around. Um, he appeared to them as a giant bird. And yeah. stuff. So he'd probably appear to them as like a dinosaur. Yeah. Oh, imagine like a dinosaur, but like dressed as a clown. Hmm. <laughs> All right. Interesting. Um... <laughs> <laughs> We're going for it, the comedy, the comedy movie. <laughs> All right. So, um, Mike met with this tribe and they like showed him that they once defeated it centuries ago. Uh, he was drugged and was able to see like the, um, like the origin of it arriving on earth. And uh-huh. that's a comment. Yeah, pretty much. And he decides to drug bill to show him how, it arrives here, and that's how the that's how the viewers see it as well. That's when we see it, and yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. Um. So they have to. So he was drugged, which caused um caused the losers' club to reassemble. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess uh, Beverly says that she saw like the everybody's deaths because. Uh, she was the only one who was like hypnotized by like the dead lights, I guess. Mm-hmm. And even the Stanley seemed to know too. Yeah, Stanley. Maybe he saw. It. I don't think he did, but yeah, I don't. I don't think he did. I don't know. Um. So I. So yeah, they have to do the uh, the ritual of Chud, I guess, and which is what they call it, and. I totally missed it, but like they split up, and I was wondering why they split up. Well, they had to find their artifacts, yeah. and then later it made sense because they mentioned that they all grabbed their artifacts. And I'm like, oh, that's what we've been doing for the for. The- they find yeah, they found Stanley's shower cap, <laughs> and the um and the clubhouse. <laughs> Just the idea of like that being Stanley's artifact is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> So you don't get spiders in yeah. your hair. I- ironic, I guess, because he Pennywise does turn into a spider at the end of the movie. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah. Uh, uh, it seems kind of sad because Stanley's asking them if like 
they'll all be friends as adults. Yeah, it is. And and they're all like, I don't see why we wouldn't be. Of course we will. You know, a lot of times you don't have the same friends. Right. In this case, they didn't because they weren't friends as adults because they all went their separate ways. And didn't remember each other. And what if they were friends in high school? Yeah, I don't know. They don't say. I think I'm going to bring it up again. I think in the original series, they say that they like left town like right after that. <laughs> well, I know the end of the mo- the first one, there's a deleted scene. I don't know if they were going on vacation or leaving, but Bill and his parents left town. I mean, really weird, weird time to go on vacation. Yeah. Yeah. Unless I think it might have actually been a vacation because there was he was looking forward to going somewhere because they usually go every year, but his mom didn't want to go because Georgie. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that that would be. I guess they decided they decided to go in September. Uh, yeah. Still, like a very so- very somber time <laughs> to go on vacation. Like, oh, our son was just murdered, but let's. That's going on vacation. Well, I guess he still wanted to go. Okay. Yeah, it's like, well, our son's dead, but we booked these tickets to Honolulu already, so might as well go. <laughs> um. So yeah, uh, they find their childhood lair, which is always something that I wanted to to have. You know, it it it, it, it sounds like a cool thing that like doesn't really exist, where like kids. Uh, build like this underground lair that's somehow stable enough to like support the earth above it and funny because it really well, wasn't <laughs> yeah and they, they do say that uh, Richie or no uh, it was most uh, uh, what's his name the, the Chub- ben. ben yeah Ben found it and kind of like I guess reinforced yeah it. reinforced it but yeah it uh doesn't seem <laughs> Doesn't seem like it would, um, you know, be so. Like you said, it it doesn't really support the Earth, but kind kind of does. <laughs> yeah. Like, I guess when you're kids, you don't you don't really think about that, except for uh, Eddie, who <laughs> is like, this is why we have permits. Yeah. But all right, so this is where everybody splits up, and you know, we kind of go through the same process a few times. Uh, we don't really have to spend every detail on this because it is kind of um, very repetitive, but we'll... The Mrs. Kirsch one with Bev was brilliant. We'll go over the highlights. This is one of... This was, this was my third favorite moment. Yeah, I just wish it wasn't in the trailer because I did watch the trailer. They showed... I forget what I saw before I saw it, like last the month before. It was another horror movie that came out, but they literally showed this whole thing before it. Yeah, and they did it with chapter one too, with Georgie talking to Pennywise. They showed that whole scene before Annabelle, I think it was. Yeah, Annabelle creation. So. 
Yeah, they just showed the whole thing. And then with this one, they showed Bev. I mean, it's obviously chopped down, so it seems like one long shot. But she's talking to her, and then you know, she's acting weird. And they cut off just before she runs out as this goblin. Yeah, and, you know, seems kind of... Uh, like, she's twisted and everything, and yeah, it yeah. it's in the trailer, too. Um, I don't remember if I saw the whole the whole yeah. scene like you did, but I definitely saw enough of it to know that this woman is actually Pennywise. Um, I like the little touches they did in the movie. I mean, it was obviously spoiled, but like when she answers the door, her voice is broken. And it's like a mixture of the old lady and Pennywise. Yeah, and the touch that they show where she mentions that like her father worked for the circus or something. And it's yeah. a picture of like Bill Skarsgård in in the circus. Mm-hmm. And that's when she leaves the room and is in like a like a dark room that you can't see anything in. And that mm-hmm. I am kind of glad I saw it before because when I saw the scene as a preview, nobody was laughing at it. Okay. But when we went to go see the movie, everybody was laughing. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like when people... Because I was more unnerved than, oh, this is funny, this old lady's naked. That's why people are laughing. <laughs> right. I was just more unsettled with her behavior. Yeah, pretty much. Um I guess I saw something where they had like this haunted house or something and she was actually there talking to people and people got to meet her and she was like in character. Oh, so that was cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, she like flies out of the room and this is where they kind of, uh, use a little bit too much CGI. Um, yeah, because this this looks like the mama from Mama, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I don't know. It it it's kind of a letdown for like the things you could do if this was like like a James Wan movie where the crooked man is actually like mm-hmm. distorted and everything. Like if you had a woman in yeah. like prosthetics and stuff, like I think that would be much better than this but mm-hmm. still uh, up to that point it's very well done and uh this is where we see uh bill skarsgård uh like putting the cl- oh, penny pennywise in his human form yeah putting the clown makeup on and actually they don't say it in the movie but i guess his name's bob gray uh yeah i saw that too it was on uh um uh, IMDb that his name was Bob Gray. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was. Uh, yeah, uh, Pablo just left the call, but we're, we'll, we'll we'll keep it moving. Um, yeah. So um, the apartment like turns old and de- decrepit, and uh, that's where um, it revealed that this apartment was fake the whole time, and mm-hmm. like her childhood apartment was is actually abandoned. And what what is her artifact? The um post um postcard. Okay. 
Oh yeah. Okay. Your hair, your hair is a winter fire. Yeah, with the 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 the, the poem, <laughs> and mm-hmm. it's like she. Um, or no. Uh, they say this poem so many times that I have it memorized. Yeah. Um, and Bill's uh, artifact is Georgie's sailboat that he takes from the drain. That uh, Pennywise pretty much gave it to him. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he he buys a bike from Stephen King, <laughs> which I thought that was going to be his artifact, but <laughs> he gets ripped off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know why Stephen King's in this movie, but whatever. <laughs> Adult Richie's um, Pennywise encounter was great. I know his kid Pennywise with the statue was Stephen King wanting it to be in the movie because it was in the book. I mean, statues, whatever, but I liked it when Pennywise was singing to Richie and then, like, the background's frozen until Pennywise starts singing and then they're all swaying with yeah, him. Yeah, I, I really like that, too, because they could have easily just had it empty, but... Arguably, the adult encounters are better than the kid encounters. Yeah. Yeah, for the most part. Minus Bills, I liked when... Pennywise was um, like making fun of him too because he said the reason he took Georgie instead of everybody else because he wasn't there. Yeah, and we find out that he wasn't really sick. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, and they do that thing where he like has to forgive himself for uh, you know pretending to be sick, I guess. And yeah, <laughs> Pennywise bullying Ben. Way too much this time. <laughs> yeah, he has like a personal vendetta against. Even as an adult, I was just sitting there like, oh my god, I can't believe he said that. Because it's like all those sit-ups, and you're still just a fat loser who's going to die alone. <laughs> like, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that. That's a that's a weird one. Um, and you said you hated yeah. Eddie's with the... Um, the the the, the music letter. drop uh for no reason angel of the morning starts playing so like eddie's whole thing for like two since seconds Ed, since eddie's a germaphobe uh he like is being attacked by like this infected guy who i i think is uh the guy who plays dracula in the last voyage of the demeter i think that's who he is um Oh yeah, he's the one that plays all those um, horror creatures, like the yeah. Crooked Man. Yeah. Um, exactly. Like if you if you have him in this movie, like why aren't you having him do like these weird creatures instead of like a CGI mama? <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So Eddie's like being attacked by like this infected guy, and he gets puked on, and. Angel of the Morning plays for like two seconds. It's like as he's being puked on, you just hear, just call me Angel. <laughs> it's like, it's like, what? <laughs> yeah, that whole scene just drug on too it, long. It too. literally feels like. Even him as a kid, because he knows his mom's yeah. not really in the basement. And we know the mom's <laughs> not in the basement. So like this was the, t- yeah. the point in the movie theater. Where I was like, all right, can we just get to the point, please? 
this was the shift because Henry reappeared yeah. right after this. And it's like, I'm like, oh, Henry. It's like, it's like what, are we even, what are we even doing? At the- and Henry just and drove I, by. <laughs> I heard him. <laughs> that was that was the, the zombie friend driving, actually. Or yeah. Patrick. <laughs> yeah, I heard it. Um, yeah. And it, I don't know, it, like that scene feels like when the music kicks in, it's like somebody was messing around in the editing process and added that song in. And it accidentally made it through. <laughs> it's like when Riverdale does musicals and they add like sound effects, like the girl flips her hair and it sounds like yeah. a big whip. <laughs> it, it, it's just... It's, it, it's like somebody was pulling a prank. You know like Halloween 5, like when the, the cops show up and you, you hear... Oh yeah, the yeah. Um, circus music. Uh, stay tuned next month for our uh, Halloween 5 discussion. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Like you said, this is the point where it's like, all right, can we get to something other than this? And yeah, it takes a halt for a little bit because we know we have to deal with Henry again, and then Richie's leaving again because he was Pennywise made fun of him, and he got reminded of when Henry made fun of him. Yeah, <clears throat> and like. Mike is revealed to have lied multiple times. <laughs> and it's like, can we yeah. just get this thing moving a little bit? Um, they had to show that flashback with Stanley. Um, the ceremony, I don't know what the ceremony is, but he like pretty much is at church during a speech. And re- rebels against the church. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was supposed to be in the first movie. It's like, I'll, I'll always but- be a loser or something like that. And he swears on holy ground. Yeah. <laughs> but that, I think that was a deleted scene. They just like, oh, we like this scene, so we're going to put it in the second one. Yeah. Um, but Bill is like following this kid around, and there's no way he's not charged for murdering this kid. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it's the same kid from the Chinese restaurant. Because at first he's like screaming at him. You make up a reason, and you get out of town. You tell your parents <laughs> to leave. Yeah, like I don't know what this kid's gonna do. Like, hey, the stranger told me we need to leave town. Um, I I, I do like how the kids and he was screaming in the sewer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I do like how the kid says that like he hears voices from the drain, and it's like yeah. kids and a clown. Like I, I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um. When he's in like mirror me. When Henry gets killed, like Pennywise taunts Bill and leaves something to the 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 same thing. Like the fun has just begun, or something like that, and yeah. that makes him think of like, oh, that kid's at the uh, the festival, and Pennywise is gonna kill him. And yeah, he's in the the mirror maze, and I like how Pennywise is on one side of it, and. Bill is on the other, and they're both trying to get through. Pennywise is like slamming his head into it. Yeah, breaks it open, and ends up, uh, you know, killing this kid. Like, but yeah, like you said, there, there's no way Bill doesn't get arrested for this because <laughs> <laughs> he's following this kid around, and then he follows him into the maze, and then the kid ends up slaughtered. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And Bill just walks out. 
Yeah. Like, you're going to jail. <laughs> Speaking of uh, slaughtered in a uh, funhouse, I guess uh, <laughs> there's a new Hell House movie coming out next month. It's a oh, prequel. I like the first one. I only saw the first one, but I guess it's a pre- Get it's a one. prequel. But um, yeah, I think it's on Shutter or something like October thirtieth or something like that. All right, so I guess let's just get into the ending of the movie. Um, yeah, pretty much. It. This is where the um, movie goes a little downhill. Because they they go back to the Nebolt house with their artifacts. Yeah, at at this point, I have in my notes that I'm like desensitized to the jump scares <laughs> because yeah, because Pennywise is just constantly scaring them with random yeah, stuff. Yeah, and I think we do need to um, like tone down the jump scares a little bit in this movie, or like cut down the runtime a little bit. Like the uh-huh. I liked um some of it like when he was carving ben in the mirror yeah i mean not not all of it is bad but yeah yeah a lot of it uh a lot of it is bad <laughs> i liked um stanley's head as a spider yeah yeah i like that too and not not to once again compare this to the the tv series but um <laughs> The one thing I don't like about the TV series is that like Tim Curry does a great job as Pennywise in that movie, but he's not in yeah. the climax of the movie because yeah, because it's a, yeah. a spider. And what they did here is that they like like are right, you know what Bill Skarsgård doing a great job. We're gonna keep you in the whole movie, <laughs> and <laughs> what you should do with your and movie he, villain. he turns into a spider, <laughs> but like you know it's it it it. it, it he keeps this crumb. Yeah, it's still like a, penny, a Pennywise spider. It's not just like a big robot spider that they. Oh, so that's what the dinosaur would look like. Oh, maybe. I was just thinking of like a T Rex with like clown makeup on. <laughs> and this is why. <laughs> this is why I'm I'm not in charge of writing <laughs> a, a, a prequel to it. <laughs> um. I like it. I'm actually surprised that Stephen King let them do a a nod to Stanley Kubrick's The Shining. Uh, is that with the blood elevator? Not the elevator, but the uh... no. When um when Henry's breaking through the oh. um bathroom stall and he screams, "Here's yeah. Johnny!" Yeah. Because uh, the... <laughs> doesn't he hate yeah. that movie? Unless he's grown to like it later. Well, this was around the same time Mike Flanagan was making uh, Doctor Sleep, and mm. uh, Stephen King had to be talked into letting them make it a sequel to both the book and the movie. So, I just imagine an angry Stephen King trying to get on board with this, and they're like, "Oh, by the way." We need to have Henry Bowers say, "Here's Johnny," and give a nod to the movie yeah, you hate. He just goes, <laughs> he crosses his arms, just goes, just goes to sit in the corner. Yeah, I want to pay tribute to Stanley Kubrick, Shining. <laughs> That's one of my favorite movies ever. Top, 
three horror movies of all time, I think. Yeah. Shining is. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. This ritual was fake. Uh, how so? Remember, well, not fake, but remember, um, the ritual didn't work, and the tribe that attempted it last got killed. Yeah. I mean, I, I I knew how it was fake. I was just letting you explain it. Um, yeah, Mike knew. I'm like, are you kidding me? So now we're down here. <laughs> and Pennywise even says, like, tell them what happened to the, I forget their names, the tribe that they were yeah. wiped out. <laughs> Especially um, Richie. I don't think him and Mike can be friends anymore. If anyone is friends with Mike after this, it's a miracle. It, Bill is. Yeah, they I, had I a know phone Bill call. ends up being friends with him, but they're not going to talk after that conversation. <laughs> it was just for the. <laughs> it was just for the moment. They got caught up in the moment, and the. Oh yeah, because they all got letters. Yeah, from the next Stanley. day, Bill was back to being angry at Mike. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it it didn't work. The whole tribe was wiped out, <laughs> and it's like Pennywise wiped yeah. out the whole tribe. Yet you're gonna come down here with four other people and try to to end it. Um, like why yeah. would you do that? <laughs> I like the uh, well, I I I I love the. Uh, three door thing like the uh is it not scary oh, yeah. scary and very scary or whatever it is um i love that uh-huh. and it's like they they pick the one that is very scary and yeah because last time they picked not scary at all and it was the missing girls yeah upper half but this time they picked very scary that yeah. was the missing girl's lower half. And you know, it turns out very scary is very scary. And <laughs> then Yeah. Well know. at this point it's not to yeah. us, but to them. <laughs> um they uh so they go to the very scary one and it or the, No, they go to the not scary one. And it's the Pomeranian. And that's um Yeah. You know, also misleading and turns into uh you know, CGI Pomeranian monster. Yeah, which I actually liked. Like, I, know I, I liked it too. I know I said that they're overusing the CGI a lot at this point, but I actually really do like that the the Pomeranian. Uh, mm-hmm. And I do like Ben and Bev's moment where they were both split uh, split up. We already said Henry with the um with the shining nod. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, she's trapped in the stall, and Ben is trapped in the clubhouse. Yeah. And this is when Pennywise makes fun of him. It um, kind of reminded me of Joe Grizzly in Rob Zombie's Halloween remake with Beverly Beverly in the bathroom stall. (laughs) Instead of Michael Myers entering the stall, it's a pool of blood. (laughs) Yeah. Almost as deadly. Um. Yeah, so I mean, I, I guess we're we're kind of wrapping up the movie. We're kind of jumping around the ending, but uh, mm-hmm. uh, Pennywise turns into a spider and like chases them around for a bit. And uh, Eddie and they have this thing. It was the the um the piece of the fence that 
or piece of the fence outside. They're like, if you believe it can kill monsters, it can. Yeah, that, that's kind of like the battery acid and the... I need to stop talking about the miniseries. But that's what it is. <laughs> no, it is. It's pretty much the same but thing. It's a lot less... Um, done much, much better. Yeah. This battery acid, you slime. <laughs> <laughs> that, um... Is it, there was a thing on... The, there's a Stephen King Facebook group that I'm in. And uh-huh. uh, somebody... Um, it was like a picture of like a bunch of uh, Tim Curry Pennywise. And somebody, and it was yeah. like, find the uh, new Pennywise in the picture. And somebody comment... I'm going to pull it up now. Uh, somebody commented and said, it's easy. Just look for the one that doesn't look scary. That's how you find Bill Skarsgård's in there. Huh. And I said, I looked for the one that doesn't look like he's in a trashy TV movie. <laughs> mm. And someone else commented and said, you, sir, just proved you're too young to have watched it on TV at age nine. And then I had to correct them and was like, actually, me and my brother had the DVD when we were like 10. <laughs> yeah. Like we, we weren't <laughs> born when the uh, TV series came out. But we still watched it as kids. Yeah. I mean, I liked it. I, I think the first half is pretty good. It's not great or anything. Mm-hmm. The second half of that thing is terrible. Yeah, I think with um, these ones, I think the second half, despite what we say about the ending, it does hold up to the first half, and there's a lot of greatness in it especially when you pair them together yeah i i've never done well I, I guess I, I did watch the first one before i saw it in theaters um i'm uh-huh. curious because i did see it together at the drive-in and that was great okay. i'll probably try to do it in one sitting at some point this this time i watched um chapter one one night and then i watched this one like the next afternoon so I, they were close okay. together. I'm I'm probably going to try to do that. Maybe in October or something. I'll watch them back to back. Like it's like five and a half yeah. hours though. I mean, I've I, that's I, worth I, it. I've I've spent <laughs> like four and a half hours watching the uh, Cult of Thorn trilogy. So yeah, I was going to say if you watched Halloween four through six together. This one should be easy. I I've spent an unhealthy amount of my life watching the Cult of Thorn trilogy in one sitting. <laughs> like yeah. I, I've done it like six times. I know I did it with you once. And six times. That's over twenty four hours. So like over a full day of my life was spent watching Halloween four through six in one sitting. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So they, like you said, they they tricked themselves into not tricked themselves, but they convinced themselves that the spear would kill Pennywise. Uh, Eddie throws it and is the hero, but then is stabbed by one of Pennywise's spider legs. And this is unfortunate. Yeah, it's a a sad fate that uh, I didn't really care about Eddie in the series dying. But in the movie, oh wait, that that hurts. It's rough. Tearing up over here. I was already upset about Stanley. 
Yeah. Stanley and Eddie. They should have just said what Scream 6 didn't kept everybody alive. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't it be funny if, like, they treat Stanley like the mother in Jurassic World and they just keep showing him on vacation? <laughs> And it's like, yeah, it's like, all right, I'll, I'll be there in a little bit. <laughs> we're, we're leaving. We're leaving tomorrow. Morning. Yeah. And then it's like the next day he's like in, in like hiding in the hotel closet or something. And it's like, our flight got delayed. I'm sorry. Yeah. And it's like, it's like, that's not <laughs> true. I hear, uh, I hear, I hear Hawaiian music in the background. <laughs> it's like we're at the airport. Now I feel like Mike could have died instead. But then I feel bad saying that because he's the one that had to put his life on hold and make sure yeah. Pennywise doesn't come back. Yeah, and he does get like a fulfilling ending because he's like he finally tells Bill that he's going to go out and see the world and whatnot. But um, yeah, because he wanted always wanted to go yeah. to Florida, and now yeah. now he can. Yeah, because it's so hard to go from Maine to Florida <laughs> when you're watching for an evil clown. I just don't understand because, like, he knows it's every 27 years. Yeah, he could have left. Yeah. And came back. Because we 26 years in Florida and came back. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about the death of uh, Pennywise, which is uh, not from a ritual. It's not from an evil spear. spear. It's uh, not no, from an ancient tribe. It's him. not from... Yeah, whatever you would think, it's from the power of words, which is. Uh, <laughs> well, they did that in the first one too. Yeah, I I don't know. It it it's like it. This, this time they got his heart though, because he shrunk down into this little um thing. You know, I'm, I'm making fun of it, but it is kind of like the original Nightmare on Elm Street ending. Yeah, where it's like if you just don't believe in Freddy, he kind of dies. I kind of liked their original idea better, where they were, Bev said, if we go into the entrance of the cave, he will shrink down to size, and then we can get him then, because he has to fit through there. But then he blocks it, and they have to bully him instead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I I don't know. I, I, I don't like this. I, I think it's... Uh... You know, kind of poetic that they make fun of Bill for having, for not being able to write a good ending to his books, and then it's like, this is you write this. This is this is your ending for Pennywise, and it, you know, like, I don't know. It it it's almost fitting, but yeah, they they bully him like you're a stupid clown, you're you're, you know, an an old lady, and all this and that, and it, it it's it's terrible. <laughs> Yeah. It's bad. <laughs> like, <laughs> I I hate it. And I don't know what a better ending would be or could be. Even my, I mean, the ending in the first one was fine. I'm the one who is saying that they should, um, you know, have a dinosaur dress as a clown in the prequel. <laughs> so who am I to judge? But yeah, but yeah I, 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 I don't like it. And... Well, yeah, they rip his heart out. They all like hold hands and whatnot and crush it. And like, this is the death of uh, Pennywise and it. And they have to escape the house. 
and this abandoned house. And so Eddie has to remain here because he is dead. Yeah, and that so that's a, Eddie gets buried with Pennywise. <laughs> and that's actually sad when Richie sees that the house is collapsing and like staying. We got to go back yeah. in to save him. But yeah, it's uh, uh-huh. I don't know. It's uh, just a dumb fate for Pennywise. Just, just yeah. But and have a little a little flash forward where I guess we find out that Richie was in love with Eddie this whole time. Yes, and that makes it even sadder. Yeah. Yeah, because he carved uh, their initials into mm-hmm. the uh, fence post where uh, 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 not Richie, um, Ben was uh, bullied and carved in the first movie. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, I think Richie and Eddie deserved a better ending. Now I wonder if Eddie felt the same way. Yeah, I don't know. They they never say and we'll never we'll never know. It's like they strongly hint at it. Yeah, but yeah, unfortunately it's never really I need a different ending where they end up happily ever after. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh it's unfortunate. And yeah, I don't know if like you said, they don't really. They hint that he might have felt the same way, but they never really said. Yeah. That, so. But because Bill's writing's getting better and the stories are getting better, Mike is going to Florida. Ben and Bev live together. They're in a relationship now. Finally. Yeah. <laughs> Even though I kind of liked her and Bill together. Yeah, I thought that's. I thought that's where they, they were going, but then it's revealed. They had stronger. I thought they had stronger chemistry. Like she finds out that um, Ben was the one who was writing the poetry the whole time. And yeah, because me and my friend had a discussion about it when we watched it. We're like, "Do you think that they, she made the right choice?" Because I kind of feel like she didn't, and I felt like she was supposed to be with Bill. Yeah, but that's how I felt too. But then Ben would have been alone. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's either way. It's like might as well be a throw. Yeah, might, might as well. <laughs> I mean, in, solution. The, in the book, they uh, they they all sleep with her. So, oh, I remember. Awful. <laughs> Speaking of Stephen King writing a bad ending. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. So that's gonna. I think it's gonna wrap up our. Something that Pennywise has done, and there he yep. is saved. I also like when when the house collapses. It's very clearly next to like just regular houses that people live in. <laughs> yeah, literally right on top. <laughs> yeah, like it, it's like this terrible, like burnt down, or like not burnt down, but like run down, decrepit house. Right next, and there's somebody's well done yard right next yeah. to right next door. <laughs> literally, w- literally looks like a they just mowed like. <laughs> but yeah, did you have anything else about this movie or? No, I think 
when we went through everything. We kind of had to go through to our old format with this one. Yeah. And go in order just because so much happened. Yeah. And I, um, yeah, because we, we were talking about for a couple years now how we had issues with this movie or like disagreements. And I just felt that was like that was probably the best way to to go about it. Um, yeah, like I I like this movie a lot more this time than I originally did. It just felt like it, it's it still feels convoluted. It still feels like like I said, there's too much going on. And somehow when the movie's almost three hours, it feels like there are things that are not uh, exp- expanded upon enough. Like, uh-huh. maybe if you gave Henry Bowers, the Henry Bowers situation more time, it would work better. Yeah, I think they should have just or, left them. Or if you cut it out, you could show more about this tribe and delve into that a little bit. Um, yeah. I don't know. I th- th- There's just some problems I have with this movie being like too crowded and not giving things enough time to, to breathe. But I did give this a positive rating, so I, I do like this movie. Um, yes, it is a solid sequel. I bumped up my rating on Letterboxd from uh, two stars to three stars, so it is a positive rating for me. Um, I have it at four. Okay. I have the I have the first one at four and a half, because I, I really like the first one. Um, I think I need the first one to be five. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> probably going to uh, uh, watch them both back-to-back this, uh, this coming October. But um, uh-huh. I don't know if I'll do it like five and a half hours, but maybe like, yeah. like one one day and then one the next, something like that. But yeah. All right. So that was fun. We we got it. We got it all out. We finally covered it. We yes. finally covered it. Chapter two. It's been a long time coming. So I do hope they eventually make this TV series. But who? It's supposed to come out next year, I think. With the writer's strike. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Um, all right. Uh, would you like to jump into our weekly recommendations? Mm-hmm. Right. It's time to recommend some things you and me were recommending. Would you like to... All right. What would you like to recommend? I want to recommend the new release. Aristotle and Dante discover the secrets of the universe. Okay. (laughs) I've I've never heard of it. I've never heard of it until you texted me about it. Yeah, it's about this. um, These two teenagers who become friends it's like 1987 so we're going back to the 80s again in el paso texas and they oh, i hear sirens at your house yeah i don't know what's going on they're, they're, <laughs> there's always sirens. they're uh, coming to get henry bowers yeah <laughs> they, they they got reports that a half hour ago 
he like fled down the road. Henry and his friend's corpse were driving down the street. Yeah. Alright, go ahead. It's about these two um two guys who become friends over the summer and then they realize that they have feelings for each other, so they come to terms with their sexuality and everything. Okay. It's a very good movie. It's like their first movies too, and both of them are really good. Really good actors. So I was I was surprised. Not surprised, but impressed. Okay, yeah, I've I've never even heard of it prior to you mentioning it, so the the, the poster on Letterboxd is just like the text. <laughs> Yeah, like the logo. it's kind of it's based off of a book, I guess. Where was this playing? Regal. Oh, OK. It ha- Regal always shows the, these random movies. That's where I found like trinket box <laughs> and random stuff. So you find like very good ones and very bad ones there. Um, yeah, they, they were the only one who was playing God as a bullet, too. Yeah. You found that one there, too. Um, now, and now this was released the same day as the Nun too, and I could have recommended that one, but but I watched it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was okay. Okay. All right. Um, we're going to detail later with that one. Nope. All right, I'm going to recommend the uh, 2022 film uh, "Something in the Dirt" that I watched uh, last night. Um, it's about these two guys who uh, become friends one summer. Oh, no, not really. Um, <laughs> it's about these two guys that um, the, the one is like the landlord of the house and the other one is moving in, I think. And they find out that things in their apartment can uh, float. Mm. And they decide to make like a documentary based on this to become famous. And like, I mean, without giving too much away, it's like an unreliable narrator situation where it's like, is this thing really floating? Or are these people making the documentary just to make money? Um, yeah. But um, it's directed by Aaron Moorhead and Justin Benson, who are also the stars of the movie. And they're on like a run of like this weird, like, cosmic sci-fi movies that they make. They also did something in VHS viral, which I, I don't think I saw that one. I saw some of it, but I couldn't yeah, I don't, I don't remember what they did in that one, but they did a couple like cosmic movies and it's uh-huh. almost like under the silver lake in a way. Um, yeah, it it's, I, I guess on Letterboxd, I put that it's like the love child of House of Leaves, Primer, and Under the Silver Lake. So, it's it's a weird one. But... Hmm. I'm going to have to watch it yeah, sometime. Pretty good. Alright, so we are continuing uh, Stephen's month of movies next week. And uh, what are we covering next week? We have been mentioning this movie a lot lately. So, I decided we should do it. Um, Paranormal Activity, The Marked Ones. Okay, we're going back to uh, Christopher Langdon 
town but this one mm-hmm. um yeah, we're also going from a three-hour movie to like an 80-minute movie so that's nice <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i want to visit revisit next of kin too so i'm going to watch both okay. of those the two paranormal activity movies that don't have a relation to the main yeah. story well i mean th- this one kind of ties into the main one which we'll get to but <laughs> i don't remember all right i'm not going to spoil it but it definitely ties into the original film it's kind of questionable but we'll get into it hmm. all right did you have anything else for this episode no. right, so we'll be back next week with an episode on paranormal activity the marked ones i think it's our first found footage film too it might be yeah our first found footage our first paranormal activity our first podcast <laughs> all right uh, if you want to follow us on social media you can on instagram we are at santamira after dark on twitter we are at santamira ad pod until next time i'm jeremy i'm steven and curfew is now in session to my head.